0: Now, they're going to be back to start school on the 24th. So in aid of that, we want to get people back into the groove. You know, you're going to become lazy boned and lazy headed, your neurons crumbled and it turned to dust. So here we go, are you ready for a quiz? Here we go, close your eyes. Everybody close your eyes so you can't be embarrassed by if you get the wrong answer or steal someone else's answer, I might add. Uh, we're not at Yale. And uh, so close your eyes and uh, point to where you see the wedding of Cana in Galilee in the church. Stick your whole arm out so I can see where you're pointing. Okay, okay. Got a couple of wrong answers, a couple of right answers. Put your arms down. Okay. Now, you probably knew it was in the bas-reliefs here, Christ's early life, Christ's public life. And here at the beginning is, see the water jars? The very first Canaan in Galilee. And there's another dinner here. That's a meal. What's this meal called? The Last Supper. Thank you very much. Special extra marks for the person who gave us the right answer before I could figure it out. Nicely done. Half of John's Gospel, the first of the 12th chapter, is called the Book of Signs. Because the miracles, the things done there, are not simply miracles in say, but they're actually signs revealing who Christ is. Indeed, his identity. Not just works, but who he is. And so, this first of them, this this is the second chapter of John, the first 11 verses, is at Cana in Galilee, as we all know. uh, But first I want to do a quick aside uh, and the aside is about our Blessed Mother. Would anyone object to my talking about our Blessed Mother? Would that be all right? Nobody? Okay, good. Just want to give a trigger warning, you know, see you now. Now, our Blessed Mother, what do you notice, what is her line in here? Her second line is even better, but her first line is, you know how we say, the saints, as Catholics, the saints are our support group. We have them as our friends, we depend on them for help. It's like when you're going to an Algebra two test in high school, you say to your mother, could you say a prayer? I've got a dreadful Algebra test today. And your mother says a prayer for you. You don't think your mother's God, but you do know your mother will look out for you. And so what does our Blessed Mother do today in the very Gospel? She comes to him and says, son, they have no wine. Did you ever doubt that she was concerned about other people? Look at John 2 and you don't have to doubt anymore. We're not saying she's God. We're saying uh, as we believe in immortality, she may invisible, but be invisible, but she's still around, and she cares for all of us in the communion of saints, and the other saints do as well. I hope if you feel alone in the world that that's heartening, that you know of the Lord's help, the Spirit's help, and also Our Lady's help, and indeed all the saints. Now, those stone water jars that were there were used for Jewish purification rituals. Uh, the stone was incapable of being ritually impure. And, but then there was something that Christ did in those immense vessels, that immense amount of water. He turned them this vast miracle, turning them into wine. Yet there was something vaster still, that all of that which pertained to the purification rituals of the Jewish law which soon would soon be outstripped, eclipsed. By the salvation coming Christ, that God so loved the world that he sent his only Son. That he sent his only Son, and what he would do for our salvation. My time is not yet come. That refers to the passion and death, and indeed his resurrection, the paschal mystery that's coming. And so these signs are those of his identity, but you know, there's also another matter that we're asked to look for in terms of signs, and that's given us by Paul in 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, a few verses in the 12th chapter of 1 Corinthians. And he says there are different uh, gifts, but the same spirit. So behind all those different gifts, you'll see the Holy Spirit. There are different ministries. You can see all those and think of them in jumble, But behind all that, identity of the same Lord as their source. Then there are different works, accomplishments, things being done. The same God and Father behind all of them. And each person receives a gift, and those gifts are given for the common good. And so some are uh, uh, gifts of wisdom, some gifts of knowledge, some gifts of power, some gifts of uh, reaching out to others, some matters of expression, some matters of uh, uh, perception, discernment, uh, some tongues, some interpreting tongues. Notice how the ones that were the flashiest that captured people's attention, he leaves to the end. You hear turn on some religious channels and all of this is the flashy stuff, but actually, it is the little virtues, as St. Francis de Sales used to say, that are the greatest. It's not just giving away a million dollars, although if you have it, we really need it here because of COVID. So we would really be grateful. So I'm not trying to knock people with a million dollars, burning a hole in their pants. You know, so I don't want that to bother you, burn a hole in your pants. But the fact is, the everyday virtues of putting up with each other, loving each other, encouraging each other, bearing with each other, Those are the most marvelous things of all. And how important, though they're not flashy, like the gift of tongues, but these other matters, uh, discernment and so on, to see. And then behind all these different gifts to see a unity in God. I uh, sometimes try to reach out to MIT, students from MIT. They only deal in numbers. So could I offer a homily for MIT people? May I do that? It's 1937, that's my homily because they're very bright, they know immediately that in the Catechism of the Catholic Church everything's numbered to the margin. And 1937 is a quote from St. Catherine of Siena, the marvelous woman doctor of the church. And it's from her dialogues with God. And it's God responding. And St. Catherine of Siena says that God said to her, I never give all the gifts to any one person. I give deep faith to this one, a vivid charity to another, and then think of things that are opposites. I give.'" Uh, Courage to this one, and humility to that one. So that you will all need each other. So that you will all need each other, and so that you will be my ministers in helping each other, each by different gifts. Think of that, building up the church. You know, there's that marvelous Lord's hymn, Immaculate Mary and so on, which is sung in different languages at the shrine, and then everyone sings Ave, Ave Maria in Latin, that all comes the same, Everyone singing the same words. It's very powerful the first time a person experiences that, people singing in Czech, people singing in African uh, language and so on. But uh, the fourth verse is in our hymnal. If you look at Immaculate Mary in our hymnal, do you know how the first verse starts? We pray for our mother, So if I let you fill in the blank, another quiz, you'd say, St. Mary. But it is we pray for our mother, the church upon earth. Do you know what, uh, when he was dealing with all these breakaway sects, CTS by the way, so you don't misunderstand this, all these breakaway sects. uh, Do you know what uh, the marvelous martyr of uh, North Africa dealing with the donuts has said? You can't have God for your father if you don't have the church for your mother. That's a bit stark and maybe extreme but he was trying to get them to come to their senses and to work each for the other and to build up the church and not fracture it into a thousand things. You know, the Pope tries to tell us things largely if you look at, trace the extension cord to the wall, trying to get us to become Christian. And people set the ruts, don't want to hear that. So they say, well, I don't like this. I don't like that, the other thing. And so it's as if we're each going to found a different church. So we're realizing that's already been tried. It's called Protestantism, but unfortunately you walked into a Catholic church and it's not the ice cream brand on offer. And so how important to become Catholic? To use our gifts, not centrifically, running out in different directions, saying the other people are wrong, but together saying everybody else is right and we have vast need of them too. Wouldn't it be sad to come into a lot of money and think that that gift that was given to you was simply for your own use, and to use it so expensively just for yourself that you really were separated from everyone else forever and felt lonely? and only found out after your death that it was given to you to help others and get to know everybody else and become their greatest friend. And you'd miss the very purpose of your life. And so for each of us, with each of our gifts, brilliantly the Holy Spirit shares them with all of us because we minister to each other and we need each other at the same time. Thanks for listening to Within the Walls of St. Paul's Sunday Homilies. Please be sure to like us on Facebook and consider supporting us by visiting stpaulsharvardsquare.org. That's stpaulsharvardsquare.org. God bless and see you next time.